Hey everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of Goonies World. I am Johnny Pharaoh, also known as Sean. And with me, as usual, is Meanie, also known as Ryan. Hello everybody. And of course, we have the eponymous Goonie, also known as Colin. Hello there. And once again, our special guest, Lunicorn, also known as Lynn. Hi, good evening, everyone. And we are back with another installment in our Maze Rats series. Maze Rats is a rules light game created by Ben Milton, and we've been having a pretty good time with it. And uh, real quick, uh, we didn't say this last time, but you guys earned three XP last time. That is not enough to level yet. You'll need one more to level, which you'll probably get tonight. Unless you just sit and do nothing. So let's make a note of that. 3 XP. And then we probably ought to have a little recap. So our heroes, Puck the Fingersmith, and Rufus Hambone the Bounty Hunter, and the mesmerizing Madam Miriam Mordant, left the village of Varna to seek their fortune in the city of Illyria. And on the way, they rescued a baby, Poppy, from the blind cannibalistic Grimlocks and promised her dying father that they would take her to Illyria to live with her aunt and uncle. On the road, they turned down an offer to sell the baby to a traveling merchant, entangled with face-eating raccoons, and thwarted the giant Ignatius. Taking refuge in the goblin caves, our heroes decided to take a shortcut to Illyria on the Underdark Road. On this subterranean highway, they met the Norker, they ate beans that caused rocket-like flatulence with the invisible hobo. They fought dire geesemen and rode mushroom-top boats down an underground river. They emerged beneath what the goblins called the Upside-Down City, which is the underside of all the basements and sublevels and sewer cisterns of Illyria. They entered the city through the Undergate and explored its marbled columns and patchwork architecture and mazy streets. They earned a reward for fighting and capturing the Goopy Mouther, a gross monster who escaped while being transported to a private zoo. And they restocked on medicine and poison and discovered that the baby poppy's aunt and uncle had died in a fire. So they took Poppy to the temple of the Triacontagon, the 30-sided god, where they learned from the 30-sided sisters... The poppy was not a purely human baby, but was in fact half dragon. And at puberty, the sisters said, Poppy would transform into a monster and become irredeemably evil. And the only way to prevent this is to bathe the baby in the blood of a dragon. So, leaving Poppy at the temple where she should be safe until puberty, our heroes set off to find the dragon Lupercalis Fortissimo, who lives in the Triangular Sea on the Island of Exiles. And after a rest, they left Illyria and traveled to the shores of the sea where they met Pablo, whose father, the waterman, could have taken them to the island in his ship, but unfortunately the waterman had been kidnapped by bandits who were holding him in a nearby ruined lighthouse for a huge ransom that Pablo and his brothers can't possibly pay. In fact, his brothers were out trying to raise the ransom from the farmers when you met him. 
Anyway, our heroes must rescue the watermen from the lighthouse bandits in order to get to the island of exiles and slay the dragon looper Callus Fortissimo and save the baby Poppy from eventually transforming into a monster. Whew. Our recaps are getting longer and longer with every episode. <laughs> and that's where we'll begin tonight's action. So remember, it's twilight now. You had been traveling all day. And Pablo's still wringing his hands. Remember, you're right by the seashore. He's got a little building there and a, an old ship. And he's wringing his hands still. And he's like, you know, I should have gone after those bandits myself. But curse me. I'm not brave enough. You know, there aren't that many of them. I think there's only three or four of them. But I warn you, their leader is a powerful wizard. He's a terrible wizard. You'll know him by his forked beard. So watch out for that one. Uh, A wizard bandit? Yes, he's the leader of the bandits. Of course, you never know when someone someone can just suddenly learn a spell or two. You never know. And, of course, that's true in this system. You know, every time you level up, not every time, but at certain points when you level up, you have the option of picking up extra things. You're not really locked into a class in this system. You kind of start off that way. But, yeah, so uh, it's perfectly plausible that a bandit should become a wizard but yes he's a terrible wizard i don't know what his powers are but but i'd be very careful but you can see the lighthouse there to the south and indeed um uh it's on a rocky outcropping is the outcropping is kind of jutting out into the triangular sea and the top of the lighthouse, where a great lamp once perched, it's fallen off, and it's now lying in this broken, jumbled pile, sort of half-submerged in the sea below it. And you can see there's a spiral staircase on the outside of this lighthouse ruin, but it's still a little bit distant from it, and it's twilight. You'd have to, of course, uh, go there yourself. I guess you could always try to just beat the shit out of Pablo and take the boat, but... You know, it takes a skilled waterman, skilled waterman, to really be able to do that. And I think you guys have proven through your actions that you are of a heroic bent, and probably not the type to steal a boat from this family. So, I'll assume, since you're rested up, and I believe you're all at full health. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. And that, I, just for the record, uh, uh-huh. would like to say that I. Have my long sword out again um, with my shield back in my backpack. I've got okay. one medicine on my belt, and I'd like to say that I also have my manacles hanging from my belt as well. Okay, okay, and he is right to tell us what he has on his belt. In this system, kind of a neat rule I like is if something's on your belt, you can just get it out instantly. It takes no time, like in the middle of a fight. But if something happens to be in your pack, it takes. You have to roll a D6, and it takes that many rounds as you fumble around. And anyone who's ever carried a backpack or a man purse or a regular purse uh, certainly knows that feeling of rummaging around. And I can't find anything in here. But anyway, I'll assume that you you walk towards that lighthouse in the gathering gloom. The dodecahedron, which is a night world, it goes tumbling across the sky above you. You can see that the cube has risen as well. I'll remind our listeners that the world we are on is a 20-sided world. It's an icosahedron. And in the sky, you can usually see other worlds that are also 
made of the perfect solids. There are five worlds known to exist. There's the tetrahedron and the cube and the octahedron. And, of course, there are theoretically other worlds and gods that perhaps cannot be seen. I believe that Puck last time was theorizing about the five-sided the five-sided god and the seven-sided god. You've seen a temple for the ten-sided god and the thirty-sided god. But uh, with the hundred stars that are out and the light reflecting from those worlds, you can certainly see to walk down a beach and approach this lighthouse. There's no lights from within it, but there's really no openings that you can see, although it seems pretty obvious that the top of it probably is open to the sky since it seems to have fallen off you know and sloped down into or fallen down into the into the sea and so as you approach uh, i mentioned there was a spiral staircase on the outside of it and as you get close you can see it's crumbling in places it seems fairly usable but possibly a little unstable and then about halfway up that as you approach and your, your line of sight changes and your vantage point changes, about halfway up that staircase, you can see there's actually a door, an open doorway, and indeed, there's a slight flicker of red-orange light in there, as if there's a lamp or something in that, that doorway, which is about a third, of a third of the way up, up the staircase. You don't see any obvious signs of any guards or any bandits keeping a watch who knows perhaps since there are only farmers in this area they feel confident and don't uh, don't feel a need to post a watch but as you get closer and closer and it looms up above you why don't you all make will rolls which is our perception stat pretty much everything mental stat see if you can find any other interesting detail that you could use to you to your advantage of course, as usual, you need a 10 for most things, except for attacks. I have rolled a 10. Well, with my bonus, mm-hmm. I rolled a 10. Mm-hmm. Without a bonus, since I have none, I have rolled a 7. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get it either. Well, luckily, the Madame Miriam Mordant is uh, quite perceptive. And you can see that at the base of the lighthouse, towards the sea, in the twilight... You can see that there's an opening. It's covered with a rusty metal grate. And it's right down by where that pile of rubble is, where the top of the lighthouse has fallen off. And there's a trickle of filthy water coming out of it. Not like a torrent, you know, but just like a little trickle of water coming out of the grate. It could well be a, you know, wastewater management system or something like that. And, uh... Anyway, and you feel quite confident that the the top of the lighthouse is broken and open to the sky above it. And so, how do you want to approach? You could climb up to the very top of the lighthouse, I guess, and go in through the roof. Or you could take the obvious door where you can see a a bit of lamplight that's about a third of the way up the spiral stairs. Or you could try to get in through the grate somehow. Which way seems best to you guys? I'll let you discuss that in character. Well, uh, I wonder if it would be wise if we all three, like, took separate routes in. You know, one person could uh, pretend like they're um, coming to pay the ransom. One person could sneak in through the grates, and one person could climb up to the top. 
and you know we could see which one works the best and if any we could at least surprise them somehow I think that sounds like an excellent idea we just gotta figure out uh, who's doing what well I uh I had a bit of a different idea but I gotta say I like the sound of that so uh I think I want to, personally, I think I'd like to take the middle, if that's alright with you guys. So, the middle, like, being at the door? Where the light's coming out from. And that is probably where whoever is going to... That's where we'll pretend to pay the ransom. We're assuming... I, I don't know that we should assume that, but it seems logical that perhaps that is where they're holding him. Mm -hmm. That's what I assumed. Uh, I mean, I've... uh, I'm not the biggest person to crawl through a grate. I do have a grappling hook. uh, Could try to climb up to the top that way. Um, Or unless somebody else wants to use it, but... uh, Oh, it doesn't matter to me. I think, uh, you know, it's up to... Miriam, uh, if you want to... How do you want to proceed? I suppose I would be okay with crawling into this grate. Well, if you would rather take the middle, that's all right. If one of you, I mean, I was just I was just saying what my idea was. If, if one of you wants to take the middle, that's not a problem. And I do think that a lovely lady coming to pay the ransom might just be something that... Uh, at least delays them, stalls them, surprises them, that, something like that. That had also occurred to me. Perhaps I would be a little more disarming to them. Yes. They would perceive me as less of a threat. Mm-hmm. Right, well, I'll take the grate then. And you go up top of your grappling hook, you go to the middle, and I think that settles it. Okay. Excellent. All right, sounds like a plan. And as our listeners who do play games know, it's always a wonderful idea to split up the party. As we all know. So, uh, you guys all uh, go and approach your uh, separate areas. And, uh, Miriam, you go down uh, and walk among the tumbled ruins at the top of the lighthouse. And you approach the grate. No, you know, I mean, Miriam, you go up the stairs and start heading towards the middle. Puck goes down among the tumbled ruins and approaches the grate. And I guess you will, what, hurl your uh, grappling hook on the rope up to the top of the... Yeah. Lighthouse? Okay. Well, why don't you uh, go ahead and do that. Let's uh, let's make a roll, though. Let's make a... Uh, let's make a dexterity roll. I don't really want to call it an attack. But, uh, you know, that's pretty high up, and you don't want to make, like, a huge noise, and you want to make sure it hooks onto something nice. So as you hurl your grappling hook, why don't you go ahead and roll the dice for me? Didn't make it that time. All right, well, let's skitter down to the bottom. Meanwhile, Puck has gone down, and uh, Puck, you see the great, you know, it's rusty, it's old. You feel fairly confident that with a with a strength roll you could yank it off, but if you had any tool that might help uh, that would give you some leverage, you know, you could probably do that with advantage. 
Well, I do have a metal file that I might be able to use. Uh, also have a hacksaw, but that might take longer and make noise. Yeah, I think a file might be good. You could just loosen some, some of the old bolts, maybe. And uh, why don't you go ahead and make a strength roll with advantage after you do that. And, of course, advantage is rolling 3d6 and picking the top two. We're still looking for a 10. Ooh. Well, the first two are a 1 and a 3. Oh, so this next one is is pretty much doomed to failure then, right? If you No, because you get to add a strength bonus, yeah. I do, but even with the bonus, it's just an 8. Okay, so not a lot of success on uh, getting it through the top at the moment or the bottom at the moment, but in the middle, uh, Miriam is still walking up those stairs. And as I say, they're a little bit crumbly. You felt like they were probably fairly stable, and so far, so good. While you're walking up, and I assume you're being careful and taking it slow. Uh, yes. Uh, Rufus, why don't you go ahead and try another shot with this? Uh, now, because you've already got your, you've got to aim a little better now. You've seen a good spot to throw it. Since you failed once, you could try this next one with advantage to try to hook your grappling hook up to the top. Yeah, I've calculated precise angle and the amount of strength I need. Let's see if I can do it. Okay, well, that will be with my bonus, uh, a 10. Okay, so you hook the grappling hook and you begin to climb up to the top. And meanwhile, Puck, you want to try again with this uh, with this grate and see if you can't get through it. You've got it loosened right, so you still have the advantage. And... Give it a good hard yank. Okay, that is going to be a 12. Hey, and <clears throat> you pull that off, a little chunk, that make a huge loud noise. And like I say, it's, it's fairly dark in there. Uh, but while he's climbing, uh, you can peek into that room that is in the basement. And there's water on the floor here. It's actually dripping down the walls. And there's a trap door in the ceiling, and there's a little bit of water dripping in, you know, from the cracks around the trap door. So, you know, rainwater could have gotten in and be puddling up on the floor above you, for all you know. But there are four alcoves along the walls in here, and each one's covered with a mildewy leather curtain. And uh, there's actually a plaque with some writing on it set into the, the wall opposite the grate. But you can't read it from here. You know you'd have to to go in the room. And meanwhile, uh, we're going to assume that Rufus is still climbing. Uh, and Miriam, by this time, would have just about reached the door. Uh, meanwhile, downstairs, Puck, do you want to enter the room? You can see that, obviously, you'd have to get to that trap door in the ceiling. But it's not like a really high ceiling. You could jump up and grab onto the loop and... Yank it down, perhaps. So, uh, yes, but um, he wants to do so, like, you know, stealthily. Stealthily. Sneakily. Sneakily. Okay. Well, as you enter the room, there's just enough light to read that plaque on the wall. It actually says a rhyme. It actually says, Praise the watchful keepers of yore. Let them rest in peace forevermore. Trespass not amongst these four, lest they return worse than before. And of course, you're being very sneaky, but suddenly those leather curtains all fall away, 
and four skeletons stalk out into the room. And as soon as they're free from their alcoves, each one of them bursts into flame and they rush to attack you. We'll cut away from you in that terrible moment. Rufus is still climbing. Miriam, meanwhile, you get to the door and you've been fairly quiet. Uh, but let's just see how quiet you were on the way up. Why don't we make a dexterity roll and see if you might have made any noise whatsoever that someone inside might have noticed. I might have made some noise. You might have made some noise, huh? Well, I might have made some noise. The second you poke your, your face through that door, we can see there's a lamp in there. There's a rotten old table, but there are three bandits in there whose arrow, bows and arrows are already drawn. And the second you poke your head in, uh, they all fire at you with their arrows. And they're waiting for you, so they they're surprise you. But the first one gives a six, and I believe that does miss you. Is that correct? It does miss Okay. Me. The other one, uh-oh, the other one gets a nine. Does that do, what, two points of damage to you? That does two points. All right. Yes. And the last one only gets a three and misses you. But you saw three of them in there. You kind of presumably duck back out of the way as you get grazed painfully with a... Uh, and then, meanwhile, Rufus, you just about reached the very top. <gasps> and uh, <clears throat> you, 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 you peek over the edge. And you look down in. You can see there's a, a, a man in there with a forked beard <laughs> sitting on a great big old sea chest. He's got also, like, numerous facial piercings and, like, a fishnet sleeveless shirt. His nipples are pierced and his belly's pierced. He's pierced all over and covered with tattoos. Uh, but he's heard the grappling hook land up there. He he immediately sees you and says, Ha! And... Ha he, yourself! And, uh... But he waves his fingers at you. <laughs> And suddenly you are just covered. You're covered with sticky, sticky honey. It's all over you. Ha! Take that! I cast enveloping honey upon you! Ha ha ha! Now those of you who don't know this system, um, the, the magic in here, you actually like roll randomly for like the name of a spell and then, you know, you have to kind of interpret how that works. This guy randomly got enveloping honey. And uh, I know that Madame Miriam Morden also has some, some randomly cool spell names she's come up with. But all three of you are in trouble in different ways here in separate parts of the towers. So we're going to go back down to Puck. And, uh, you know, these flaming skeletons, one of them is smart enough to kind of move around and try to block the entrance. Not like you couldn't get past them in a pinch. And, of course, they don't make any noise, but they're... Their jaws clatter as if they would speak if they only still had a larynx that hadn't rotted away. And there's you can see really well in here now because you have four flaming skeletons to light your way. And before you do anything else, I think we better roll initiative. And those flaming skeletons only get a three. What do you get, Puck? But Puck gets a five. Hey, 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 what do you do, Puck? So you said one of the skeletons was going around to block the entrance, I assume, in the grate that I came Yeah, in yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, um, uh, working under the assumption that the skeletons don't care who they're going to kill, as long as it's, you know, people, mm-hmm. um, 
he, Puck's going to jump up and try to pull down the, the trap door. Okay, you jump up and you can grab onto the ring. Now make a strength roll to yank it open. You can see it's actually kind of, you know, because of the water that's up there, the, you know, it's kind of swollen and a little bit stuck. Damn, just an eight. Oh, no. So you kind of hang in there for a second on the on the ring, trying to yank, er, 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 but you can't. And then uh, the skeletons come in and attack you, and uh, one of them gets a six as he claws you with his his flaming hands, but that's not enough to actually do any damage to you. The other one also rolls a six. The third one, oh, my God, actually it was a six. Six, six, six. Oh, no. And the last one, I Jesus, I swear, rolls... A six. A another six. We have quadruple sixes, none of which can touch you, but now you're kind of hanging there surrounded by them. They're all clawing out you. You're kicking your legs. We're going to cut away from that combat and do another round up there with the Madam Miriam Mordant. And so you've just ducked way back to the side of the door. You know there's three bandits in that room with uh, with bows and arrows who fire at you. They don't seem to like they're running out. So... Uh, let's go ahead and roll initiative there. They only got a one, though. So you pretty much Four. can't lose. So what do you do? That's true. Um, so I think I'm going to attempt my new spell. Your new area of effect spell. What was the name of that again? Yes. Paralyzing Storm. Paralyzing Storm. Okay. Well, you mumble the words and you wave your hands. And what's the, what does the Paralyzing Storm look like? Paralyzing storm looks like a dark, roiling cloud that comes and shoots bits of lightning from it, kind of like a. Mm, I'm picturing a plasma ball with little streaks of lightning okay. running through. Yeah, I could totally see that. I could totally see that, and it fills the room and strikes them all with lightning. Uh, as it, uh, you know, I picture it radiate, radiating out from, like, a central point and getting all of them at once, you know. And it's, it's a paralyzing storm, so it actually robs them of their next, of their next turn. Uh, they don't get to go this round. You won the initiative, but they don't, they're all <laughs> shaking and, and uh, unable to move. And they're, they're in shock at the moment. So that's a good round. They're not going to get to go on their turn. And then meanwhile... You've been covered in sticky, sticky, goopy, but very, very sweet uh, enveloping honey. And we're going to roll initiative. Well, actually, he won the initiative, right? Did we roll up there? No, he was just waiting for you and surprised you. Mm-hmm. So we're going to roll initiative, but he got a five. And since okay. you guys win ties, you'll need a five or a six to beat him, Rufus. I got a six. Hey, 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 what do you do? Now, I have to tell you this. You are at a minus one to everything because you're just so covered in sticky honey. You know, everything you do is sticky now. Um, perhaps, um, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm going to assume, or at least he's going to assume that maybe if he were to wash it off, then he, uh, wouldn't have wouldn't be so sticky um so i think he's gonna try to go back down the way he came up okay and then his his goal is to run over to where that trickle of water is from Mm -hmm. the grate okay splash around in that and maybe just go in that way 
All right. So, uh, you know, and rope burn is not such a problem since your hands are so slick with, uh, with, with honey, which acts as a nice lubricant. And I picture this Douglas Fairbanks-style slide down the rope, you know, on the outside. And you start rushing over towards the grate. Uh, meanwhile, you're still uh, hanging there in the trap door with the four skeletons surrounding you, Puck. And uh, let's go ahead and roll initiative again. But, hey, they've got a two. Well, I got a six. Hey, what do you do? You want to try to get yank that trap door again? Um. <clears throat> yes. Okay, make that strength roll. You've already given it one good th- yank, so do this one with initiative. The more you yank, the better you feel. With, with advantage. Yeah, with advantage. Yeah, with advantage, not with initiative. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 so I was trying to think of, like, you know, any way I could... You, you uh, stab it with my dagger to try to, but I just I didn't think that would. Oh my god! Eight again. Oh no! Okay, so they come up and try to claw you again, and oh dear lord! Okay, the first one gets a twelve. That's a really good slice. So you know the difference between your armor and twelve is how much damage you take. The other one only rolled a four, though. He's unable to really connect in a way that hurts, and. The next one rolls a nine, which I believe will do a little bit of damage to you. And the last one is not able to connect with you at all. And uh, and then you can see uh, in the through the grate, you know where you pop the grate off. You can see that Rufus has come running up, and Rufus, you're just about you're starting like wash the you know honey off your hands, or whatever. But you look in and you see the flaming skeletons surrounding. <laughs> Your friend who's hanging from the trapdoor in the ceiling trying to yank it open. What do you do? Like, ah! what, you can, what you can do is wipe the honey. I mean, that's going to take you cover with honey. It's going to take, a, you know, a round. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me wash this off first. Okay. Now, meanwhile, uh, those guys don't get their initiative on that turn. They don't get to act on that turn, right? And so we're going to roll initiative again, Miriam. But I don't know whether it's the paralyzing storm or not, but they only got a one this time. So you have a chance to do something else. Okay. Um, I suppose... Perhaps (laughs) splitting up... (laughs) Was not such a great idea. Well, it's a little late now. <laughs> I think I'm going to take advantage of their inability to move at the moment mm-hmm. and run back down the stairs okay. and see if I can okay. reconnect with my friends. Well, you rush back down the stairs, and uh, on their initiative, they rush to the door. They're still a little shaky. They're still a little shaky. Uh, they shoot arrows down after you, but only one of them hits you. He rolled a nine. And so, it's going to hurt a little bit, but you're at the bottom of the stairs, and you can see Rufus is just cleaned up. He's just free of honey. I mean, you know, mostly. And uh, some of it runs into your lips, though. It's really good. It's, like, perfectly good honey. And, uh, now the three of you are together, and maybe the, these skeletons will not be 
so overwhelming to poor Puck. So why don't we roll initiative for your whole party? Why don't you guys go ahead and roll? Of course, you've certainly lost the element of surprise. Well, I don't think we had that anyway. It, it sounded like a good... My idea sounded cool, but it just didn't work out. Well, you know what? It's still Maybe it could have worked out, but you guys probably are best to, you know, group together. So what would you guys yeah. get for initiative? Well, I guess... You're going to roll it? All right. All right, Rufus is going to roll it. He'll be there for Colin's fault. It's yeah. my fault. I got, I got a two. Okay, let me let me roll for them. We got a six, and one of the skeletons rushes over to the grate where you are, Rufus. Well, the the hole where the grate used to be, and he attacks you with his flaming claw-like hand, and he rolls a nine. I don't know what your armor is up to now, but I think it's just like eight, right? Just eight. Okay, you take one point of damage, and Miriam's not close enough or inside. You know, you're kind of blocking the way for them to attack her. So a second one runs up to you, Rufus, but he only rolls a two. You got snake eyes. And then the two of them attack poor Puck, who's still in the middle of them. One of them gets a nine, Puck. And the other one only gets a three. And so it is now y'all's turn. Let's go ahead and start with you, Puck, since you're, like, right there in the most danger. And only two hit points left. Um, Puck is going to... As dumb as this sounds... Uh, see, well, no, never mind, no. He's not going to do that because that he would probably just catch on fire. He's going <laughs> to uh, try to get this fucking trap door open. Again. Okay, man, go for it. You get advantage still because you yanked it a couple times. Fuck these dice! <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, we still got one more. Jesus, one, one, three. Oh, one, that's three just, that's Would the you worst. Fucking believe that. That's the worst. So five. That's the- this turns too south. I mean, I'm kind of wanting to save this for the dragon, but don't forget we do have a a blessing. Yeah, you do have your blessing if it comes to yeah, it. Get one free success at some point between now and the end of your adventures. Rufus, what do you do? You you're right there. Well, wait a minute. They won the initiative. Uh, Oh, I thought they already went. No, no, they already went. Yeah, this is your guy's turn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and there are two of I, them on you. Okay, well, I will swing at one of them. One of them with my longsword. So. Yeah, and, and they're... Uh, okay. They actually have no armor. You just need a six to... Or higher than a six, but six is their armor. I rolled an eleven. Oh my goodness! One of them just crumple, just shatters. His bones just smash all apart, and his fire goes out. As you can see, they're not like super, super powerful, but that was what you needed to uh, put that one down. And so, with some perhaps triumphant feeling, you see that. And uh, Miriam, what do you do? You can go past your friend and go in there and attack one, or what do you? What would you like to do? Am I able to... I have one dose of medicine on my belt. Yeah. Am I able to take medicine and get an attack with my sling? No, you take your medicine. That's what you're doing. I can do... Okay, I can do one or the other. Yeah. I'm going to attack. Okay. I'm going to use my sling to attack. Sling in. I'm not going to go down in there. I'm going to try to get them from... Okay. So, uh, yeah, you... uh, 
ready your sling and you whip it around and you shoot off a sling stone right past Rufus's shoulder into that other skeletonous in the doorway. Five. Five. Oh no! It like bounces off his flaming skull and doesn't do any serious damage. And that's it. Let's roll initiative again. That was a round. And well, the skeletons get a four. <clears throat> and let's see that. Six. Hey, you guys have the initiative. And let's go start with you, Puck, since you're still hanging on that. That. Uh... Now I will say this: you have yanked that several times. Okay, and. Uh, well, yeah, since I was thirteen or so. Well, and you're you're, <laughs> and you're you you know you've loosened it. I mean, you've been loosening it. I've been giving you advantage the last couple of rounds, but you've loosened it so much this time that I think you would actually have like double advantage. But in this system, if if several advantages apply, then it's no longer really a risky problem. So after having yanked it so often, you go blind. No, uh, <laughs> you need some you need some lube. But this time you do, you, you just pull down on that ring, and the trap door comes open. And, of course, because it's swinging downwards, you kind of, like, fall back down, right? And a torrent of water just gushes, gushes into the room. And everybody except Miriam, because she's still outside. You're, like, right in the, the doorway. As all this water was rushing down in. Uh, first of all, the two skeletons that are right by you, Puck, they their flames go out. Their flames are doused. And they're probably magical flames. Whether they come back or not, you don't know. But those are doused. Meanwhile, Rufus and Puck make dexterity rolls just so you're not swept off your feet by the, the rushing water. Obviously, rainwater's been collecting in this room above you forever. And, uh... Yeah. I got and, 11. Okay. Nine. Well, you go slay. You know, you know, just you go rushing out towards the towards the exit. Um, the floor is ever so slightly sloped to where the water is all rushing out of the grate the way it's supposed to, and you go sliding down towards the grate, and uh, you don't get all the way out because there's a skeleton in the way. But you're now right behind that skeleton that's attacking Rufus. There's that one's still flaming. There's of course pile of bones from the one that Rufus killed. And uh, Rufus, what do you do? Still one flaming one in front of you. Oh, dear. okay. Um. Yeah, that, the one in front of you is still flaming. The other two that were under the trap door are not. Alright, Flamer, I'm gonna attack him. Okay. Um, that is also an 11. Hey, and he also crumbles into a thousand little skeletony pieces. And what do you do, Miriam? I will take another shot with my sleeve. Okay, this time to those ones that are temporarily extinguished. In fact, you can see their their bones starting to smoke again as they might just combust any moment. Seven. Seven. Well, that does one point of damage to one of those. And and uh, I think, is that all of you? Yes, it is. And you guys won that initiative, correct? Okay. I need yep. a little token or something so I can remember when you roll every round, it gets a little tricky. But that uh, the two skeletons that are left, uh, one of them rushes up to attack Puck but misses. 
The other one rushes up to attack Rufus and gets a 10! Doing a little bit of damage to Rufus. And we will roll initiative again. This time, oh no, this time the skeletons have a 6. So if you guys roll a 6, you win ties. Otherwise... All I can roll is ones, apparently. Okay, <laughs> one, yeah. One die. So. His dice. Like you've thrown your dice on the floor so many times that they're yeah, mad they at you. Mad at me. Yeah, they're yeah. mad at you. And uh, but I didn't actually roll. I'm just. I'm saying I'm not. Going oh, to I roll. see. I see. Yeah. All right. I will well, you, uh, give it a shot. Yeah. Maybe you get a six, and you'll tie, and you'll win the initiative. All right. I swear to God, I rolled a six. Hey, 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 he rolled a so six. Is. He rolled a six. You guys have the initiative. Yes, we can see his six. And, <laughs> yep, you have the initiative. And since you rolled such a great initiative, why don't you go, Rufus? Okay. The, the two other ones have rushed up to you. Their their skins uh, or their bones suddenly reignite, and they're flaming again. Uh, but... All right, I will attack in the same manner on one of them. Just kind of a cluster in the little opening here. And And that time I rolled a seven. Okay, well, you do one point of damage to the one. Plus one, I do have that plus one. Yeah. uh, Which, uh, from the damage, I think I read that it, you know, you add it after you do the difference. Right. Um, So... It'd be an extra point. Okay, so you did eight. Well, it'd, no, it'd be two damage. Okay, because so um, you add it after. Well, it wouldn't really matter if you had it before or after. I, I don't think, not. but yeah. But so you didn't roll a six. You rolled. What? What would your beat I, total be? Um. Let me look at. I think I I rolled a. Seven, I think I said, and then, and then plus one. Okay, so really, it's an eight, right? Yeah. So you yeah. do two more points of damage to that skeleton. He's not down yet, but you guys are doing damage to it. The other one is, of course, undamaged. And Puck, you've just been kind of knocked on your ass and slid towards the gate. But you hop up, and what do you do? Well, the door is open now, right? The trap door is open. Yeah. Um, and all the water is finished pouring down in, you know. Right, right, I assume that was probably over pretty quickly. So Puck is going to, um, because he's not the smartest tool in the shed, um, he's going to, I mean, he just wants to get out of here, so he's going to go up. Okay. And uh, you pull yourself up uh, into the next room. And meanwhile, Miriam, what are you doing? Another shot with slingshot. Okay, I'm assuming to the one you guys have been battering away at. Seven. Okay, and there's one final one, which is what you need, and it also collapses, you know, his head just explodes, and it crumbles to the ground, and there's just that one skeleton left. Let's roll initiative again. I have a, a four. Wait a minute, I didn't let them go. And so that skeleton attacks Rufus Hambone. And I hate to tell you this, I have rolled a 12, Rufus. Okay. You and Puck are taking some serious damage. And of course, Miriam's taking a little bit from arrows. And 
Now we can roll initiative again. And I have a three this time. Six. Hey, you guys have the initiative. What do you do, Rufus? Get your back for that. Okay, we'll, we'll catch up with Puck in a minute as he's lifting his head up through the, the trap door. That would be 11 altogether. And boom! The last skeleton is down and a tumble of bones and dust and its fire is extinguished. And you have destroyed the four flaming undead lighthouse keepers whose rest you disturbed. Hopefully they'll go back to eternal rest now and can maybe rest for real. And Puck, meanwhile... You've uh, pulled yourself up into the next level, and you can see there's a bit of a scaffold built up above you with wood. It's not the original flooring, right? But it's still open to the sky. It doesn't cover the entire floor. Rain can still get in. You see there's actually two levels up above you. That one up above you is where the door is, and there are... You can see those three um, guys were shooting arrows at at Miriam, and they're still standing at the top of the stairs. You can see them in the doorway. Do you want to do anything, or can you do anything? There's, of course, a ladder that goes up to that level, too. Uh, Let's see. Well, you might want to take some medicine uh, if I can suggest an action. It doesn't really do much. No, yeah, just like one. one point. Yeah. It's like, it's almost not worth taking the action. Which, that would be my one criticism of this of this particular game design, is that the medicine's just pointless. I mean, it's not, not completely pointless, well, it's not but point it's just... pointless, it's one point. Yeah. <laughs> and in fact, I, I've even been funny. a little, I've even been a little more, uh... Uh, I've been letting you take, like, multiple medicines at once. So technically, in the rules, you take one medicine once a day, you know. Yeah, this um, is a pretty uh, brutal... It's it's hard even to get a tin most yeah, of the time. Yeah, that was, that, I was thinking that earlier. It's very hard to, to get yeah, a tin on two sixes. Right. Yeah, of course, as you level up, you can get better and better. But, yeah, you're right. And... You know, that's true in most OSR systems. They're, they're generally fairly brutal at low levels. Uh, did I put a medicine? I don't think I did put a medicine on my belts. I did not. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't really have time to rummage around in my um, bag. So, I mean, um, we're not in combat right now, are we? Well, eventually those guys, I mean, they're going to turn around, but maybe not right this oh, second. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. So they're like, they're up above me, right? Or Yeah, they're up above you. Picture like a ladder going up to, say, a half floor that's covering about half the, you know, it's not a perfect semicircle, but they've built some scaffolding up there so they didn't have to sit in this water-filled room. And then presumably there's another platform even up above that where Rufus saw the, the honey wizard. Um, well, what, uh, I think what Puck is going to do is take his dagger, uh, dip it in poison Mm -hmm. and wing it. And one of the guys looking out the door, that sounds like a great idea. Go for it. This will be, of course, 
double damage since it is poison. Well, if it hits, but... If it hits... We'll see. Yeah, they're also unarmored, so six is what you need. Well, you need higher than a six, but six is their armor. And, um... Is it strength or dex? Uh, it's neither. It's your attack bonus. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, I forgot I actually have an attack. Yeah, bonus. you got. Yeah, you do now. Uh, nine. So uh, what was it? Six, three, six. So sixteen. So, and it uh, he it just sinks right into his back between the shoulder blades, and he cries out and like reaches back behind trying to grab it, but uh, you know purple ichor begins spreading throughout his entire veins. He shudders a few times and falls to the ground, victim of poison and completely dead. And uh, meanwhile, what are you doing, Rufus? Of course, those guys you know, know you're down here now. They could probably shoot arrows down here, but um, they're filing back into the room after they see their friend die. Um, so, are we still... So we're down. We haven't gone up though. Like you haven't climbed up that ladder yet. No, to the level where they're at. So can we see them, or do we just? Yeah, know you can up see there? them. It's like I say, the platform there. doesn't cover the entire floor. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I probably will. Since I only have one hit point, I uh, will go ahead and take a medicine that is just from my belt. Okay. So that will be my action. All right. You go ahead and take your medicine. What are you doing, Miriam? Um, I believe I'm going to... Do we have line of sight on them? I guess yeah. if they can't shoot us, yeah, we do. No, they, yeah, they can shoot you. They've yeah. All right. Well, then I'm going to go yeah, for they're, the They're looking right down now. at you. I'm gonna keep trying yeah. to yeah, picture yourselves, chip away at their health. Yeah, picture yourselves so. looking up at like a floor that covers about half the ceiling above. You know, the, it's really only okay. about a half ceiling. They were looking out the door, but now that their friend has gotten, you know, poisoned to death, they've swung around and looking back down in. Your sling rushes up five, and you don't hit them. And let's roll initiative again. I have a two this time for initiative. Okay. I don't know whose turn it is. I think uh, I rolled last time. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do it. I sh- I don't really yeah. want- I got a three. Hey, 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 you guys have the initiative. And, and uh, see, so you just hurled your dagger. It's up there in that dude's back. Uh, uh, Miriam, what do you do? We haven't let you go first yet. Uh, let's go for another shot with the sling. Okay. Definition of insanity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Apparently, Miriam is, in fact, insane. Oh, but I got an 11. 11. Your sling just crushes the guy right in the temple. He, like, staggers back out the door, falls off those spiral stairs, and thunks the ground outside dead. There's only the one left, and he runs. He's not going to fight to the death. He runs right down those stairs. I mean, he runs out the door from your perspective, but, you know, he has to be going down those spiral stairs. He's screaming, ah! and He has no idea how badly wounded you guys really are. So, the only enemy here that you know is left is up on the top level 
where the honey wizard was sitting on top of that great big sea chest. Yeah. And you can um, climb up there with ladder, you know, perhaps ladders you wish. Before get we do that. Heal up. Yeah. yeah, heal up before we go to... And I do have a, a you know, it, I do have a, a nice spell that I've been saving for the wizard that does quite a bit of damage. But I think we should probably, you know, at least top off a little bit of our health before we do that. Yeah, I will go ahead and take the time to... Uh, Drink your meds. Since we're... We're not immediately fighting this. No, he's probably guy. prepping himself up there or something. But yeah, and again, you know, people who know this game know that you take a medicine. You could do that once a day, but I've been letting people just drink whatever medicine they've got. Well, the, I, yeah. of course, the other the other thing about it that is not all that harsh though is that you go rest for twenty four hours, you get everything back, which is unheard of in most games. That's true. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like in Warhammer, uh, it's so hard to get him back to full health. Right. You have to like go to like a fucking surgeon, barber surgeon or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, or go in to a temple, a big temple. Temple of Shelley or something. Mm-hmm. Give them all your money. <laughs> yep. So well, I guess if you are allowing us to just munch all the medicine we want, <laughs> I, I will. I will. I will. Yeah, it's the only way to keep you alive, and in a tabletop game that wasn't on a podcast, probably wouldn't have a problem killing off a character. But we're not, you know, you know, you'd have to be right. have to make a really stupid decision or just be super, super dead. Uh, there's no way we're going to stop on the middle of a podcast and have you guys re-roll up a character. But probably if I were rolling this on the tabletop, you would die if you were this lower. You'd be forced to run away. I mean, that's the that's the thing that people don't usually get a lot in games is that sometimes you just have to fucking run away you know and you can't can't complete your mission but but uh, yeah i would take advantage of of uh my lenience for sure and take what medicine you've got yeah uh, well so we did get uh, three last time each yeah we yep. already had some yeah. Yep. So assume you guys, you hear a voice from your medicine won't help you. You know, says the voice from a. Uh, he goes, "I'll smother you with honey. That's for sure. For I am Waverly Fisk, the Honey Wizard. Attack me at your peril!" Ha ha ha! This is just the voice coming from the top. He still he hasn't shown his face. He doesn't want to get hit with a sling. And now you're in the. I will retrieve my dagger. We okay. simply Get your dagger have climbing. come to yeah. pay the ransom. Oh. And everybody started attacking us first. I don't know. Apparently, your lackeys are not very good lackeys. I'm assuming you were interested in the ransom. If not, then. I've watched you. You want to get all fighty? I've watched you approach, and unless your backpacks are full of gold, I find it very hard to believe you have 500 slotties. But go ahead and climb up to my level and give them to me, if that is true. You said this is like a scaffolding? Yeah, there was one level of scaffolding around the door, and then above that's another level, and there's uh, uh, ladders, you know, connecting them all. <laughs> well, rather than go up, what say I get out my hacksaw 
and uh, start cutting the scaffolding and make him come down. I like that plan. <laughs> That's fabulous. Go for it. <laughs> well, Puck is going to search around uh, his bag for a, a moment and, okay. and bust out a saw and start uh, sawing at the scaffold. What's that sound? Oh! What is that sound? I what are you doing? Hammer. What are you doing? Don't worry about well, it. N- nothing. Just we're just a, a bit of a construction project. Don't don't mind. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. And then you look up and you can see his head's peeking down over from his level. You can see his forked beard peek out. And he's like, No, I'm not the only one who'll come tumbling down. What do you think I've got in that sea chest? Treasure. Clearly. Treasure. Definitely treasure. Very well. Do your worst. And his head Uh, disappears. Well, well, I was going to... Well, you probably have time to... Go ahead and fling it. Go ahead and fling it. I'm going to dip some poison and fling it. Do your worst. And then we'll see. Yeah, but I miss. And And he ducks his head back. And uh, you're sawing and sawing and sawing. And we'll assume that you... Let's make a wheel roll to find, like, the best place, right? There's obviously more than just one stick holding this whole thing up. So Miriam has a hammer as well, so I could join in on the fun with that. Okay, you guys just go make make yeah. a wheel roll to find the best place where you could do it quickly. Find weaker spots. I mean, eventually, you'd be able to do it, but to do it quickly, let's make wheel rolls. And only one of you really has to succeed. Won't be me. <laughs> Nor I. Okay, well, you're you banging around. Like I say, you, you, you will get it eventually, you know. Uh, and uh, you hear suddenly a bunch of bees buzzing up ahead. And uh, he says, yes, I have cast warding swarm upon myself. And uh, Rufus, you want to do anything while they're bashing away? And um, I would like to take this time to... Once again, uh, switch out my weapons and use my shield. Okay. All right. And uh, and get a medicine in my belt. Okay. Okay. And uh, after a few minutes, suddenly, you know, you guys are like, you realize the whole structure above you just goes and creaks and begins to dip dangerously. You realize then that you're standing below it. And it's in, you know, it could immediately fall, so uh, you might want to go out the door, you know. Uh, This is on the level where that doorway was, you know, that Miriam went up to and looked in earlier. And it seems like it's going to fall any minute. What do you guys do? Yeah. Let us move to the door. Okay. And run out that door once it starts creaking and looking like yeah, it's going to fall. Yeah, it starts creaking, and, and all you guys get out the door. The whole thing just comes collapsing down. Bam! <laughs> that guy takes a little bit of damage. The sea chest falls down, too, and smashes open on the floor. And he says, uh, the, the waterman, he must be the waterman. He's wearing, like, a little striped sailor's cap. And he's like, rolls around on the floor in great pain. He's obviously damaged, too. He's obviously hurt, too. But uh, both these guys are kind of stunned from the fall. And this uh, Waverly Fisk, the honey wizard, he's got a swarm of bees 
flying all around him. It actually just in- increases his armor, is all it does. Um, but he has taken some damage from the fall, and he's momentarily stunned from the fall. So you guys will automatically win initiative on this round. And uh, who just really wants to go first? Really bad. Okay, I okay, do. what do I you do? do? Let her use her spell. Ah, uh, yes, I would like to use Withering Not Chaos. the Withering Chaos, he says as he recognizes your hand gesture. Withering Chaos. <laughs> All right. Come on, let's get some high numbers well, here. You don't, you don't have to roll to cast your spell, you know. And uh, I'm rolling oh, damage. I see, yeah. And I'm not completely disappointed with this what at you all, got? actually. I got uh, Oh, no! He like, no! And the bees all, the swarm of warding swarm that he's got around him, and they, they leave him. Those bees just abandon him. He's like, you traitors! He says as the bees fly away. And his body just shrivels up, and all the moisture in it leaves. He's withered, and he uh, falls to the ground, just a dry husk. And then, of course, the Waterman is laying there in the smashed remains of the sea chest. He's like, oh, my back. Oh, oh, my back. Oh, my back. Oh, my back. Oh, my back. Ah, ah. Do you guys want to go in and help him? Sorry about that. Do you guys want to go and help him up? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Probably probably stop complaining about uh, all the the injuries we took trying to get you rescued. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Oh, you know, you're in pain. Oh, oh, I'm not a warrior. I'm I'm a Waterman. Oh, oh, oh. You guys help him up. He's like, oh, let's get out of here. Uh, and on the floor, by the way, uh, you know, the, the the wizard's bag has fallen off. Waverly's bag has fallen off. And inside, uh, you see there's a little bottle. It's like a potion. And there's about 36 Zlotties in his, uh, in his pack as well that you can take. Well, somebody... Somebody take that. Puck is going to go uh, look for his dagger that he winged at the ghost. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, you find it. Yeah, like, find it behind a rock. And you're able to help, you're able to help the waterman down out of the, out of the tower. And you walk back, his son rushes up and hugs him when you guys get back to the ship. He's like, oh, 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 my back. But no, thank you so much. I can barely breathe in that chest. Are my boys okay? Are Pablo, are the boys okay? Yes, Father, they're fine. They're, they're all trying to raise the ransom for you. He's like, well, these bandits, they came down from the north and they kidnapped me. You know, they know I helped the farmers here transport their goods to the parched isles. And they figured the farmers would get the ransom together, I suppose. But they misjudged these farmers. They, they don't have two coins to rub together. They're cash poor. And they're shrewd. They just as soon hire another waterman. Well, I thank you so much for saving my life. Uh, I don't have any reward to offer you, though. Is there any service I could do for you? Can I take you somewhere? Yes, of course. Uh, as a matter oh, of fact. Oh, where can I take you? Uh, we wish to go to the uh, isle, Island of Exiles. He grows pale. Oh, please. Please. Not there. Anywhere but there. No, I'd rather go to the savage maelstrom or the or the clashing rocks of Tertalia or the or the weeping cisterns of Magaroth, but not the Isle of Exiles. Don't you know that's the lair of Lupercalus Fortissimo, the terrible dragon? He's the one who flew in in my father's day and destroyed the village of Umbria. I'm afraid he'll fly out and use his terrible 
breath weapon on my ship, and if we don't burn up, we'll all drown. Oh, isn't there anywhere else I could take you? I'm afraid not. We must go to this island. We have business there. And uh, I'm afraid uh, after what we have done for you, you must help us out with this. I can assure you um, that you'll be fine. Well... Yes, perhaps you know of a stealthier way in that would least likely arouse the dragon. Oh, I would never, I've never been near there, but before, if we're going to go, you'd best get a good rest first. You'd best have a good rest. Well, you'd never want to arouse a bad dragon. That's just That's right. Definitely. That's right, as we've, please see the last episode for details on that one. And... Well, uh, he's offering you guys to rest, you know, here it is, here in his uh, small house. Uh, do you guys want to get 24 hours of rest before you set off on your journey? Well, I mean, I, I ate all my medicine, so it doesn't really matter for me. But uh, I did not heal myself back well, up to well, full. Don't forget, just, just resting medicines. will get you back up to full. You don't even need the medicine. It's just 24 hours of rest in a quiet, safe environment. Well, I already ate it. it oh, you're already up to the back of the full? Okay, okay. Yeah. Right. I didn't yeah. use all of mine, so I might I as well. I didn't either. Yeah. Okay. Get some rest. Well, you do. You get some rest, and you have a nice hearty meal of shellfish soup, so you don't have to mark off any rations. And then uh, the ship sails at dawn on the next day. Well, not at dawn. You wait a whole day, and then the next day you leave. And we will deal with your journey next time. That that went by fast. Yeah, it we're did. already yeah <laughs> we're already there. So yeah, we'll yep. we'll uh, see how the the journey to the Isle of Exiles goes next time, and we'll see if you can't do something about Lupercalis Fortissimo. So make sure that you tune in next week for what will be our final installment of our Maze Rat series here on Goonies World. And before we go, you guys get 3 XP, so you do level up to level 4. So go ahead and take plus 2 to your maximum health. And add 1 to any of your ability bonuses that you choose. That's what you get this level and what's the dragon's name? Lupercalis Fortissimo. <laughs> because every time you say it in my head, I'm hearing like Lupercalis Fortissimo. Lupercalis Fortissimo. He's such a bad dragon. Lupercalis Fortissimo. Yeah, eating lots of virgins. Yeah. If he gets close enough, you'll be a burning. Yeah. We'll have to write that someday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps. Okay, so that's it. And go ahead and choose your get add your plus two health and give yourself a plus one to one of your ability bonuses and we'll see everybody next time. On Goody World. Hey everybody, if you like our podcast, don't forget to leave us a good rating and or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever you're able. Subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitter at Goonies underscore world, and check out our website at GooniesWorldPodcast.com. 
email us at gooniesworldpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.